three, two, one. We're in for real this time. Welcome back to episode three, uh, three at one, two at one <laughs> at two a.m. I'm back with uh, the good Dr. John Brown. What's on your mind tonight, sir? Um, well, I, I had another session in my D and D campaign. Um, my, uh, my troop of characters. Uh, Try to yell. Do what? Try to yell. Louder. Yeah. Okay, uh, so in my, my campaign, I, I have uh, three player characters, a, uh, uh, a phoenix sorcerer who, who really likes fire, a, uh, a monk who can uh, use the four elements to uh, have different stances and things he can do, and a uh, trickster um, cleric of, uh, of the Tiamat, who's a five-headed um, dragon that's like ultimate evil, so we get these these three bands are, are in the, the world of uh, Critical Role. Oh, okay. Uh, Taldore, basically, on, on, on content of the first campaign, but it's during the time of the second campaign. Hmm. Um, and they're, they're slowly collecting the, 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 these ancient powerful artifacts called Vestiges of <clears throat> Divergence. And they... Uh, uh, they collected some, and, and they, they they just recently saved one of their number and got uh, kidnapped for a uh, bounty. He was uh, uh, held in the up in town of uh, Whitestone, which is uh, ran by the principal character from the, the first campaign. I got you. And uh, <clears throat> they uh, they they recently saved the uh, uh, Percy, uh, Percy's son Pierce, who is actually a Percival with the same name, but the, the fourth, but uh, they call him Pierce because Percy would be too weird because his father was Percy. What does it pull on any other uh, gods besides Tiamat? You know, he's an actual like uh, Sumerian god, right? Or she, I should say. No, I didn't know that. Tiamat's um, pretty infamous in video games, but it's actually a female aspect of uh, Lotan. It's like a, uh, the dragon. It's where yin yang kind of comes from, essentially. Okay. <laughs> it's kind of cool um, seeing how mythology, um, mythology plays out in um, actual, like, as a resource in other games. Um, we'll slow it down for a second, though. We'll start off uh, this track like we've been kind of doing the last episode. Um, we're playing a, a Houston based disco band this time called uh, My Good Buddy's Electric Attitude. We're going to bring him in here for a little soft funk for a minute or two sit back and take a peep
theory, if you play it over the speakers, the YouTube robots can't tell the difference. It sounds like uh, you can't hear yourself now, but I'm going to tool it after. It's a crazy fucking effect on Adobe. That's alright, one sec. That's a little bit more of a uh, upbeat tempo for two solemn dudes you're going to have to listen to for another 45 minutes. Um, <clears throat> so we'll pick it right back up. Oh, shit. Okay, we'll pick it right back off. Uh, pick it right back up where we left off there. Um, so we're doing a little bit of numerology tonight. We're going to do a live reading for uh, Mr. John here. Um, John, uh, keep these numbers in mind. I'm going to tell you what each one of them means here in just a second. So uh, based on your uh, birth date and your full legal name that you were given at the time of birth, you have uh, basically a life path, a gift, an expression, and a uh, soul urge. Soul urge is basically what your uh, your soul really desires in contrast to everything else. Um, life path. This number deals with the general life and everyday ups and downs. We all have a particular theme to our lives, sort of like a flow. The life path number shows us how to live our lives and flow in general. The gift number. This number reveals your innate gifts, talents, and skills and abilities. Everyone has something that are naturally easy for them. The gift number clearly shows us personal gifts that can be shared with the world. The last two are the expression number. This number reveals how we like to express ourselves, how we like to communicate to get our point across is shown by the expression number. Basically, um, how you would uh, <clears throat> get your point across most of the time through the, the lens of a god. And then we have the solar's number. This number essentially shows our inner desires, wants, and natural attractions. The solar's number reveals what our soul truly wants in the human life. Uh, you have a life path of five, a uh, gift of one, 
an expression of six and a soul urge of four, and you have a whopping fucking 22, 22s, you have three number 22s in your entire fucking diagram, but we'll go into a little bit more depth here. Uh, life path, number five. What's uh? What's a? Let's start off by uh by doing a little bit of a performative art here. Is there any kind of god from the Greek, Egyptian, uh, Hindu, any kind of pantheon that you identify with before we begin all this? Uh, not not particularly. If you had to pick one, what would you say? What's one that comes into your mind? Just uh, Greek. I mean, one from the Greek. A particular god. Oh, particular god. Um, Mercury. Hmm. That's Roman, but uh, we'll go with that. Uh, Hermes. Yep. Okay. So, uh, number five. Gods represent the number five. Uh, in Sumer, um, this would be Inki, the god of water, abundance, and wisdom, and Nabu, the god of wisdom and writing. In Greek, these relate to the number five relates to the god Apollo, the god of music, poetry, art, oracles, orchery, plague, medicine, sun, light, and knowledge, and Hermes, like you just said. <laughs> Interesting. Messenger of the gods, god of trade, thieves, travelers, sports, guide to the underworld. <clears throat> Egypt, you're a natural uh, child of Thoth. You have a god of knowledge, magic, writing. Um, let me see. Enda uh, Ganeshia, that's the uh, god of wisdom, knowledge, and new beginnings. And these, uh, there's a lot of overlap between these. And like you said before, uh, Mercury too in Rome, that's the god of communication, financial gain, commerce, luck, trickery, and thieves, which is going to tie a lot back into your 22s, actually. Um, I'll pull up a little brief explanation here. Uh, the number of 22 is basically a master number in numerology. 22 is the most powerful of all numbers, able to turn lofty dreams into realities. It's confident, pragmatic, ambitious, and disciplined. Um, some of the negative characteristics would be like uh, impracticality and self-imposed pressure can, you know, do yourself in. Um, you might be unaware of your own potential, which, you know, I can kind of see that too. Uh, 22 will miss out or shine away from op necessary opportunities. So, I mean, that's something that uh, you could be self-sabotaging you through that, but you kind of, it's Seems like you know a little bit about yourself since you've already touched on something you identify with. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know my future. <laughs> no, these are these are always good because it helps put like a sometimes you can put like something that you didn't know was an internal struggle into a little bit more context. So your life path is naturally somebody that's just drawn to like um writing and maybe um mysticism and like the gods, which is a good coincidence that you know you met somebody like me. Yeah. Fucking um and your gift, uh ooh, number one. Number one is uh, in Egypt. That's uh, a tomb, god of creation. That's basically what all the aspects of the Egyptian gods create. Uh, Bastet, that's the goddess of cats and protection. Horus, god of the sun, sky and kingship. Uh, Kirpi, that's uh, the giant beetle, god of rebirth, sunrise, and the scarab. Um, Ptah, god of creation, the arts, fertility, and craftsmanship. Ra, god of the sun, radiance. So, I mean, you kind of have a, a, a gift for things that are more positive, kind of being more of an uplifting person, I would say. Uh, let's flip over to the Greek. Apollo again, god of music, poetry, art, oracles, archery, plague, medicine, sunlight, and knowledge, and Helios, god of the sun. So, I mean, you have a gift to kind of like um, maybe uplifting people through... Um, the more uh, liberal arts than necessarily the practical ones. Okay. Not saying you're not good at both. Right, I got you. I've seen I've seen your networking chops, bro. I've seen it. Uh, I, I, can, I can see that in my life. 
Well, we're going to touch on, you're starting to notice a pattern. You're seeing there's a repeating gods in some of these numbers. So we'll go into those in a little bit of a second here. Now we're on the expression number, number six. This one's a little bit more uh, interesting. You have um, Aphrodite, the goddess of love, beauty, and sexuality. Artemis, goddess of the hunt, forest, hills, the moon, and the archery. That kind of ties back into your Boar Scout days. Eros, goddess of sexual desire and attraction. Uh, the Roman ones for number six are Fortuna, goddess of fortune and luck. And uh, I don't know, she, what did you do? Did you fucked it up with Fortuna. <laughs> Venus, goddess of love, prosperity, beauty, sex, desire, and fertility. Man, you got some good uh, Celtic ones too. You got Freya, goddess of love, beauty, sexuality, fertility, gold, war, and death. Freya, goddess associated with premonition and wisdom. It's fucking legit. This is a pattern there. Yeah. You have... Um, Egypt, number six, is represented with Mut. That's the queen goddess and the lady of heaven. The 42 rules of Matt, I think. Aztec, uh, there's the god Quetzalcoatl, the Mesoamerican deity of feathered serpent. And uh, six is also related to the uh, medicine Buddha, the Buddha of all healing and, you know, such. Um, and then solar, just number four. So you don't have any double numbers, which is kind of rare. But the number, the three number 22s is insane. Uh, four... Same thing with uh, Egypt. You have Bastet. You have uh, Hathor, uh, goddess of sky, love, beauty, joy, motherhood, foreign lands, mining, music, fertility. Horus again. Kirpi again. Ptah, Ra, Sekhmet. Um, we've got Apollo again for Greece. Helios, Hermes. So yeah, I mean, you have a real strong... That's probably where we go along so well. I've got a lot of these in mind, too. Fucking... Um, Emoja, Sun God. Okay, so now we'll kind of put this into context. You know, when you have uh, number five is a life path again, a gift number one, expression number six, and a syllogism number four. We'll see what those particular gods kind of have in uh, store for you because I did notice a big overlap between some of them. Looks like uh, for Apollo, that is uh, anything associated with healing, hunting, music, poetry, prophecy, sun, handsome. Bow, arrow, seven, raven, crow, amber, wine, and incense. Any kind of amber will be really beneficial to you. Um, you probably have a good nature for wine. Um, raven's a good look for you. <laughs> um, let's see what else we have here. Raven pulling areas. Um, you basically got the best ones, though. It's all Thoth all the way down. Uh, Athena, I'll just mention it because she's one of my one of my favorites. Uh, should be on the lookout for anything associated with uh, wisdom, snakes or owls, reproductions, pom reproduction, pomegranate, protection, giving, the color red, the number three, the number seven, moons, the moon, olive, oaks, willows, pears, vultures, spiders, <laughs> wolf, dog, horse, lion, goat, sheep, griffin, or sphinxes. Yeah, you got to watch out for those fucking sphinxes, bro. <laughs> Bastet's pretty obvious. It's big old like that's the original furry basically. You have uh, cats, magic, music. That's a fucking karaoke, bro. Childbirth. If you ever see someone, if you're ever in like a condition where you're on a train and someone's about to have a baby, like if there's not a doctor, like I'm, I'm giving you permission to step in, Mr. Brown. Bastet's got you fucking. Uh, I think I can do that. You're like step back. I'm a doctor. <laughs> no, no, I, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> You can say that, just make sure you leave before, like, the police get there. <laughs> well, I, I'm not that fast. <laughs> Prosperity, healing, joy, dance, perfume, fertility, green, sun, and the moon. Fucking, um, keep going, keep going. Number six, Eros. Cupid, love, beauty, youth, vitality, desire, sexuality, and pleasure. There's a lot of fucking sexuality ones. Freya. Yeah. 
Oh, Fortuna too. Luck, opportunity, fortune, fertility. That's kind of like self-explanatory. Freya is a little bit more complex. Beautiful love, fertility. Um, she's a big magic god, witchcraft, warcraft. <laughs> warcraft. War. <laughs> it's his warcraft. Uh, death, pleasure, glory, soldier, shaman. Yeah, I get a big shaman vibe from you, bro. Gold, moon, Friday, 13. Uh, the color primrose. Mugwort's a good plant for you. Holly, hemp is a good plant, obviously. Flax, cat, rabbit, boar, oxen, ladybugs, um, honey, if you can get some of that CBD honey. <laughs> Flowers, love songs, poetry, pork, ale, barley, the moon. Oh, fucking uh, Frigg's kind of, there's a big theme going here, bro. Frigg's got uh, divination, fertility, matrimony, childbirth, women, mothers, mediumship, water, Orion's belt, stork. Uh, we got any more on this page? Did you have a three? No, you did not. Where is, uh, where's the Greek gods? Where's the good shit? Kirby, um, just basically beetles, life, resurrection, sun, spiritual protection, and the crown. Um, no, you had Matt, not Mutt. Mutt is, uh, mom, fertility, protection, maternity, vulture. Yeah, dude, I showed you my vulture feathers, right? <clears throat> Take a closer look. It's basically like the size of a fucking Bowie knife. Yeah. It's, I have some um, some owls from a spotted owl, t- or some feathers from a spotted owl too, but you're not supposed to. Apparently that's hella illegal, so don't tell anybody. That's a secret between you and me, Mr. Podcast. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't hear anything. <laughs> uh, where's the uh, Greek god? Damn, god damn it. You've mentioned him a few times. I'm working my way through the list, and it's in alphabetical order, and I don't want to skip ahead in case I miss anything. Ross, pretty obvious. Sun, Creator, Hawks, Solar Disk, Lapis Lazuli. I wear some of that myself. That's kind of like a uh, an extra battery. We'll get into that in a little bit, too. Fucking, um, where is the... Tootie. This is Thoth. This is a big one for you. Alchemy, writing, magic, benevolent, patient, wisdom, generous, shaman, baboon, moon, equinox, ibis, white, science, and language. And then, uh, yeah, we went through Apollo and Mercury. So, I mean, you've got a lot of, and the crazy thing is, is like Apollo, Mercury, and Thoth are all the same god, technically. It's the same aspect. It's a representation of human wisdom. That's why they called him uh, Thoth the Thriceborn. Fucking, have you ever listened to the Emerald Tablets of Thoth? Uh, not that I, I can go. It's like a 12, it's supposedly like 12 emerald pages that Thoth himself wrote. Um, they found it in Egypt. A couple of people have like recorded themselves reading it online on YouTube. It's definitely something worth uh, taking a look at though. And I can totally fucking see why uh, we always got the man keeping us down, bro. You got that real strong feminine energy. You got like that, that uh, nurturing type of leadership that bosses fucking hate. I got the same problem. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. These um, these are always fun to do because, like I said, like you, you fucking picked it right before I even told you. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of it's a lot simpler than people think. But when you kind of know like what works in your benefit and what doesn't, then you kind of know what to look out for. Because my tummy get my tummy used to get just fucking wrecked when I was like a retarded twenty year old and just drank anything. As soon as I knew like uh you know like whiskey and vodka are the go to, all the problems are fucking gone. Same thing with rum. Rum's a fucking accident though. To, uh, we shouldn't get into that. No drunk driving stories on this one. 
man, uh, it's fucking, it's brutal, dude, uh, trying to date somebody in 2018. I have this uh, person that lives kind of close to the house. I've never really met her or talked to her in person. And our conversations are just fucking wacko, dude. Like, uh, she'll ask me what's up or like what I'm thinking about. And I'll respond honestly. I'll be like, can, uh, can squirrels see UFOs? Like, do you think they know that they're there? And she just like responds to some shit like, uh, while I type this, there are children being raped and murdered. Statistically, there are dozens. How does God let this happen? Kids my son age are being raped and killed. It's like, that's too fucking deep, dude. Like, you can't just lead a conversation with that. If the first one was, how are you doing? That's, uh, that's insane. That's not a, a call out to anyone in particular, but I mean, like, I've gotten that text a couple times. Obviously, it's a big issue for some people. <laughs> I just wanted to think about it. I don't know how people have time for a girlfriend anyway. I barely have time for all the lame bullshit I pretend that I want to do. Tell me about it. Man, fuck it. I could play video games for like an hour at night. Tonight, not for me. What are you playing tonight? Um, I've been playing uh, Destiny 2 lately. You bought, you got, you dived into the Forsaken, right? Yeah, I got into the Forsaken. I, I now I just got into the uh, the, the Dreaming City. Uh, That's the end game. Yeah, it's 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 pretty. Uh, it's fun. Don't forget to yell. I don't really do any of the, the, the multiplayer activities much. The, the rage and the strikes. Uh, I just, I, I don't want to uh, bring anyone down with uh, my... Try to yell a little bit more. Yeah, and uh, my, my, with my lack of skill, it's... Uh, 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 I might be a little home here, but uh, I find it fun, and, it, and it's it's not too difficult, but it's... Uh, it's, it's a good story. I, I liked it so far. Is that mute button on yours flashing, or is it... It's steady. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so yours is like mine. I guess it just looks weird. Yours is coming in, like, hyper-quiet. Maybe you're just such a soft boy. Should I just, uh, maybe if I bring it closer? Do it a little bit. Do it closer. It's about as close as I can get it, I think. Uh, yeah, um, uh, maybe this is a little better. Yeah, it looks a little bit. Good, good. Um... Uh, it's been a lot of fun. I've been wanting to hop in. I saw that they're um, they're launching that thing after uh, September 16th where the expansion's only like $40 and you don't have to buy the other two or anything. Yeah, well... How do you feel about that after having to spend that initial extra 20 Well, I, I did buy recently more mine in Forsaken. Um, so you just had to buy the one expansion, right? Well, I did buy Osiris when it came out. Uh, I played a little bit. Did you play it for longer than two days? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I played it for about a week, and then I, a, other a, another game came out, I don't remember what it was, uh, or I just got into another game, but uh, I eventually, after, after Forsaken came out, I heard, I heard some, some stuff about it, and so I was like, well, I think I'll buy it, and I bought it, so, you know, that, that's kind of, you know, it's been, it's been a few months now, so I, I, I can see that it's going to be a little cheaper, and it gets people to buy it and play it. Uh, hey, why not? We need more people to play. Yeah, definitely. It's, uh, I mean, uh, I, th- I think I'll hop in, but I mean, they, it sucks when they give you incentive to just not go out and buy it, even if, because it, it used to be a game that would get me excited about that. It's something you want to go out and spend money on, even money you didn't have necessarily. It's like, I just, I got to play it, and it's not that type of situation anymore, unfortunately. But this is not the fucking Destiny podcast. going to get off base a little bit. All right, well, you know, I, I'm having fun with it. That's all, all, all I'm saying. Are you still on PlayStation, or you hopped over to PC yet? Uh, no, I'm still on PlayStation. I only have a, a laptop. Top, uh, How's that Windows computer you bought doing? Are you laptop, yeah? It's it's fantastic. I haven't had any problems with it. Um, it's a ThinkPad, uh, a ThinkPad uh, T T170 or 
I can't remember exactly, but it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's pretty fast. Uh, I'm going to play Half-Life 2 on it. Uh, and when you played WoW, I'm assuming, right, at some point? Well, yeah, yeah, I played WoW. Well. Were you like a manageable player, or did it like fuck your life up like mine? Oh, um, I only recently played it about uh, a few months ago. What? So you, you didn't get to play like the original like build of it, right? No, no, I, I, I never did. I, I wanted to get into it, but I, I did. Uh, when it came out, I didn't really have a computer. Um, what's your like? What's your MMO resume look like? Um, I played um, City of Heroes uh, off and on for, oh. for several years. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, what was your hero? Huh? What was your hero? Uh, the, my main hero was a a, a, a blaster, a female blaster, uh, and she she uh, she could fly and, and, and stuff. It was uh, I got her up to level forty five or so. I was really disappointed when I heard that they had closed because I uh, that they stopped the game because I was I was thinking about actually uh, getting into it in a few months. Well, didn't don't you have to write the backstory for City Heroes too? Like you have to write your character's bio. Yeah. What was that like? What was yours about? Uh, I I don't remember honestly. Uh-huh. Probably probably something something stupid like oh she she got caught in some sort of weird science experiment and gained these powers. Uh, something really you know almost cliche. You can't go. I mean, you can't go wrong with the classics when you get into like those specified origin stories. We have to suspend disbelief too much, because I mean, like uh, back when they started writing comic books, that was a realistic possibility. You could just get caught in like a nuclear explosion, like if you were at the atom factory where they were smashing them together, or if like you know you piss somebody off and get a nuclear bomb. They had to duck and cover shit in the fifties. I'm just saying, I was very creative when I was. 18. I think you're pretty creative, dude. I, I kind of had this issue when I was a kid where, I mean, I kind of have that issue as an adult, too, where I was, I'm still really bad at, like, making friends. But, like, uh, in daycare and shit, I was just like, they ignore, it's kind of like at work, they would ignore me so much. I, this one day, I was playing Power Rangers by myself for, like, 30 minutes before the teacher noticed. They were having, like, they were back on the rug doing story time, and I'm still over fucking, like, messing with chairs and my action figures and shit. I've abused it a couple of times. Uh, once in elementary school in like second grade, that's like my first experience with the internet. And we had uh, w- WWE chat rooms and uh, dinosaurs and, dr- and pictures of Dragon Ball. And that was all I knew how to look up until Steak and Cheese came along. Uh, my first MMO was um, Ultima Online, though. That's one of the uh, back. Oh my god, dude, that game is so fucking fun. It's like a classless MMO. Like, if you just want to build boats, you can go chop down trees until you're like a master lumberjack, and then go study planes until you, and go study plans until you can build a boat. And then you can build your own fucking boat and like sail out to an island. Like, there's no other game where you can do that. <laughs> There's like player housing too, so like uh, you could, uh, whenever there was a new shard, people would always race to like get up their boat building. You'd be in the fucking town hall and see like all the boat building skills go up because people want to get to like, it's a static map, so like there's one or two like choice islands where you can build like these really elaborate houses that are basically like impenetrable unless you have the fucking travel rune. Like, uh, that was such a good game to troll. Oh man. There was, there was some good times too. I got boot, I got, I didn't last too long on the official servers. Um, I kind of spent a lot of time on the private servers. Fuck. <laughs> 
there's uh, one guy in Houston that used to run a, a server for me and my friend Jordan, and he used to always, every like uh, private shard we would join, he would get made a GM like instantly. He just had one of those like in charge types of attitudes, I guess. But he wouldn't really abuse his power, and I would always like be a dick and make it really embarrassing for him to, to stay on the staff. So, I mean, I appreciate that, Jordan, if you're listening. But fucking, uh, this one guy that ran a bunch of custom scripts, he got sick of my shit one day. He was uh, threatening me on like his real character that he had gimped out with a bunch of artifacts that he had made on his GM. And uh, when he was chasing me through town, I, I took him to the part where he had forgotten to turn off the guards and he got whacked. Anytime you try to attack somebody in town limits, there's like an auto script where a guard just teleports you and like one hits you. <laughs> and I took all of his GM shit and threw it in the dumpster and he fucking IP banned me. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. No, it gets way worse. Like, uh, I was so fucking pissed off. Like, this is back, like, before 2007 internet. So, a little, like, IRC was a thing, and Something Awful was, like, the premiere site. There was, like, nothing else happened on the internet. Something Awful. But, um, I fucking, uh, yeah. <laughs> I went and I dropped, I signed him up for a couple free Korans. I got him a bunch of pizzas ordered, and he, he posted his address. He was like, well, well, come find me, you little punk. And, like, uh, this was back in the day before Craigslist, so I had to find like a bunch of local gay meetup sites for Houston and post his like parents address and the worst part is is like I felt super shitty for it after and like four or five years down the line he actually needed help with something like he, he needed something drawn for like his website and uh, Jordan mentioned it to me and he had to come he had to message me and pretend like all that stuff was funny and he wasn't like super pissed off about it so it was kind of awkward in the end this is kind of a roundabout way to get about it, but they are bringing back a Warcraft Classic, essentially, which doesn't have quite that trolling factor, but if you're on a PvP server, you can definitely fuck somebody's day up. Well, I, I, I had some fun with it. I had made a, uh, a night elf uh, that was for the Alliance. <coughs> the elf, elf on the Alliance side, uh, a, um, a monk character. That's the wrong faction, bro. I also started a horde character. There we go. Um, yeah, one of the, the, the wolf wolf rangers, I think it was. Oh, yeah. Um, I didn't get very far into that yet. Uh, but I'll probably be working on it here as soon as I pretty much finished for Sapien. I, I got up to 520, and I don't know if I'm going to be able to go much higher than that. I heard you can get through it. It's just kind of a grind. Have, how high do you have to be to do the dungeon? Um... Like the raid? No, there's a dungeon supposedly. It's like a three-person mini raid because it's oh, got like oh, it's, uh, platforming and shit. They suggest for uh, 5:30. Oh, so you're almost there actually. Yeah, I'm almost there, but like I said, I don't really do the multiplayer stuff like that. I don't want to bring anyone down. And <laughs> you don't make them all sad. You're like, I'm John. <laughs> no, it's just, it's, uh, I, uh, I'm weird and polite like that, I guess. Yeah, we just went through that. You're, like, overly accommodating, and then you have, like, this really, like, motherly, like, uh, um, like, protective nature. Yeah. And, I mean, like I said, I only get to play for about an hour, hour and a half, and, and those things usually take, like, the raids, they will take, like, six hours sometimes or something. Yeah, I mean, this last one looks like a fucking doozy, too, if I'm honest. Yeah, I... I <laughs> there's, no way, I'm, there's no way I could do it. Like, I wouldn't even want to dedicate the hours to get good enough to do it. Like, I'm, I, I definitely play... Like, I like the PvP aspect, but I'm never going to be the best in the world. So, like, I, I enjoy my time with it. But then, like, on the opposite side, I know I'm fucking garbage at PvE. Like, there's no way I can do the shitty raids. How am I going to do that one? But it, 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 it's just kind of fun to just go around and shoot enemies and participate in the different... Uh, uh, 
couple of events. Yeah, anyway. Have you been on Hearthstone at all? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I got, um, uh, I, I recently got some, uh, bunch of, bunch of debris from a uh, new, new expansion. That's, uh, it's, uh, yeah, we both bought the Dragon Pack, right? Yeah, and uh, I got the Dragon Pack. I got, uh, this is what I got. Which is pretty good. I finally got a fucking Malgius back. Oh, nice. It was like the third time I've had him. So this is the deck that uh, I built. I copied it from somebody. I'm trying to... Uh, the whole uh, scheme, basically, is you're supposed to get these motherfuckers. Summon a minion from your deck with one or less attack. If you get the ooze and you play the ooze, it's going to copy this. And then you can summon Malgios. And then you can just fucking uh, blast him with... Where's it at? Uh, he has some of those two damage. Kill Command. Yeah, because it's like 10 XP. <laughs> it's like 10 each. I was trying to, uh, I've, I'm trying to Google it because I don't want to waste my time. I'm trying to see if Malgios affects uh, bomb damage. I know in the back of my head he doesn't. Bomb damage? I don't think so, no. I know in the back of my head he doesn't, but I just really wish he did. Yeah, that'd be nice. I'm really enjoying these fucking boom decks, though, dude. They're out of, they're out of control. I was trying to freshen up the... Uh, this one a little bit. I put on a lot of people seem to use um Oh it isn't this one. A lot of people always have the Death Strider fucking um What's his name? Who's the fucking hunter? Who cares? The what? Who's the hunter? Uh Rexar. Yeah, fucking Rexar. <laughs> yeah, he, he's pretty crazy. Uh but my favorite class is uh, the rogue, and I, I love the uh, the burgle effect. I, I really want to bring out more burgle stuff. I, I, it's 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 just a fun mechanic to me because you get to you potentially get some crazy combos. I mean, like, yeah. I always get too static. I get stuck on one class at a time. It was shaman for a long time, and now I'm bogged down in that fucking hunter bullshit. I can't escape. Their concepts are the funnest, but I, I don't know if they're viable. I've never made it above like rank 18 with 100 deck. <laughs> uh, well, I did with one when uh, they brought out the the Rokthar, the fucking bow that gave you like a handful of cards that Rick shot for a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah, that, that's a good card. I fucking oh my what god, dude. What was that? Hmm? Oh, the Caltrop. Oh, I'm gonna sneeze. You know, that's like a thing to do with light sensitivity. Yeah. Like one in four people have it. It means I can't be a fighter plane pilot. Oh, man. I went, uh, I told you I went to buy some CBD today, right? Yeah. I went down to, um, the Vape RX. I'm not going to mention their address because I've talked to some people in Austin that got in trouble for selling it. But basically, they have some uh, very high-content hemp pony from Colorado. I'm hoping that it helps out my fucking grandma. I gave it to my dog, too. Supposedly, they can have it. Uh, I hope so. What's your experience with that? Have you ever seen a dog like die from chocolate, or is that just a myth? Um, uh, I haven't seen it personally, but I've heard from several sources I trust that it's true. Have, you, have they seen it happen, though? Um, I don't know. This could be a conspiracy theory like birds. Because, I mean, I imagine to kill them, they'd have to eat, like, a whole bar of, like, raw cocoa. But, I mean, probably not if it's, like, a chihuahua. Because, I mean, size has got to play a factor, too. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> it's all right, man. Um, 
What are you, uh, have you seen the, uh, you seen anything in the theaters lately? Um, no, I did recently watch Ant-Man and the Wasp. How was that? Ant-Man number two, uh, you know, the cinematic universe, it was, uh, it's pretty good. It, it, it was just as exciting as the first one. Um, I told, um, told uh, Fabio at work, uh, uh, we, we went to go see Black Panther and stuff, I believe. Uh, yeah, it was just just really done very well, and, and then at the end we all also had, saw what happened, and uh, it was uh, it, it was what I was expecting. I was uh, I've just been kind of out of the loop recently. What are you, what are your thoughts on uh, Infinity War Part Two? What do you think is going to happen? Um, well, I, 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 I heard some spoilers. It seems that they're going to be some sort of time travel, um, or, or at least. Uh, Reality hopping, maybe. Uh, no boy. Pictures of, of uh, old old man uh, uh, Tony Stark with young Captain America and young Thor. <laughs> First Avenger. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's cool. So uh, it seems like we're do, doing some time time jump of chicory to 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 defeat Thanos, which is probably what uh, Doctor Strange saw. It's uh, one possibility. What do you think is gonna happen with um, Guardians without Gun? I I don't know. I I, I heard that um, the guy who plays Draxus uh, was uh, uh, he quit or something, didn't he? Uh, a bunch of them signed like a letter, a letter uh, supposedly like petitioning the decision that they wanted to talk to somebody about it. But I mean, you can't really do that much. He, he got in trouble, and then they found some more stuff supposedly. I think uh, Fabio said it best. Like they're just gonna replace him with the Rock. <laughs> that might work. <laughs> uh, That'd be so shitty. <laughs> maybe, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Rock's pretty good. You have any kind of uh, opinion on that? On what happened again? Um. Well, I, I honestly I haven't really heard exactly what happened. I, I believe Inna- inappropriate jokes on Twitter, supposedly. Inappropriate jokes on Twitter. Um, but jokes about child rape, so kind of like oh, definitely close to that line. Yeah, that's that's not so good. Well, not not very good if you work for Disney. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I and. I was trying to explain it to fucking Fabio too. I was like, dude, he's like, he's, he works for Marvel Studios and like the head of Disney fired him. That'd be like the head of this company, like, like coming down here and firing you personally. Like you have to fuck up pretty bad, dude. Yeah, that's, I mean, but wouldn't that have been out there before when they hired him or was it, because cause from, from now, that I, now that you said that, that makes me recall I heard that it was from years ago. <clears throat> yeah. But uh, you're from the same. You you have a um, you have a history on something awful. So you kind of know how things are there. I mean, this we were they were making lost jokes and making jokes about like like cut got banned a long time ago. So did lost edits. So did talking about incels. <laughs> I remember that stuff getting banned for not being funny like five years ago. It's so fucking crazy to see it on Facebook. There's people on like on the opposite side of like the internet culture parabola that are getting the memes that we laughed at like five and six years fucking later. <laughs> so now that now they're just getting around to doxing and they're discovering like weaponizing doxing. Fucking uh, Doctor Disrespect on Twitch got shot at twice like two or three weeks ago at his fucking house yeah swatting swatting is crazy <laughs> why would you do that 
People could die. People could die. It's so it's the highest form of trolling, and it's so fucking it's so it's worse than like Donald Trump being the president because it's just so fucking surreal. It's like you can call the cops, you can call basically a death squad, like it's a fucking pizza, and they'll show up and just mow down anybody and ask questions later. Like we heard there's a gun. I think there was one in uh, Texas or Florida too where the cop shotgun like went off on accident. He wasn't even aiming at her, like went through the mobile home and hit her. <laughs> you keep your finger off the trigger until you're ready to fire. And then if that doesn't happen. So you know doxing. That was a big thing back in the day, but now um, mainstream people are catching on to it and they're starting to pay for it. Yeah. It's fucking insane to see that. I wonder if it's a I wonder if it's a similar situation with fucking uh, Harvey Weinstein. Might be. What's your take on that too? What's your take on me too? What's the? Because you got you're not just a normal male. I think we just clearly proved that you're very in touch with the feminine side. So we need to hear like what your take on this is. Well, I uh, I I feel for any woman who's been sexually assaulted, but it seems that it it, it might be going a little too far because pe- it, people need to be innocent until they're proven guilty. That's the one of the, the basis of our, our of our, our, our justice system. That's the foundation of all virtue is uh, justice and truth. Exactly. And 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 you know and uh, I'm not I'm not saying, you know, question the woman, you know, you know, where were you, what were you doing? No, of course. They have every right to be anywhere they want to. Yep. And and, and, and not have to be sexually assaulted. Definitely. Um, and and uh, I'm saying yes, believe, but verify. It's difficult to unpack all this because there's inherent truths, and then there's also like uh, there's things that just happen too. I'm not saying rape happens. I mean, when uh, like that very popular song on Twitter about everything women can't do. There's definitely some things that men can do that women can't do. Like I've gotten drunk plenty of times and passed out in the fucking open because I mean the worst anybody can do is really like kill me or rob me. And if I'm that drunk, I probably don't care if either one of them happen. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it is rape is a big deal, and we. Do you need to do everything we can to, to prevent it, and, 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 yeah. You were in the Boy Scouts. Did you ever think anything like that was happening when you were a kid? Uh, like, it, amongst the, the, my leaders? Yeah, on, like, camping trips? No, I, I never saw anything. Uh, I never had any, heard even a sniff of anything in any, any troop I was in. I was in them for like a month, um, and that was back when my grandma was raising me, but uh, I really didn't have like any kind of male figure, so they, they would always invite me to go camping, and my mom would just never let me go, and it didn't hit me until like a couple years ago. I was like, you know what? She's probably just trying to keep me from getting molested, like... Yeah, well, it, the, from, from my experience, when, when I was in, it was in the late 90s and early 2000s, and it was just after things that kind of come out in the news about it and so there's there's rules put in place where where there always had to be you know like two adults yeah you know and, and the, the, the one adult can be alone uh, basically uh, you know and uh, it, it just it, I never saw anything personally have you ever been in one of those um, situations where you felt like you were in danger? Maybe not necessarily physically, but like like sexually. Um, no, I, I can't say I have. Uh, um, um, I'm kind of a big guy. I, I look a little 
I could seem a little scary, like I, I might know what I'm doing. You got a face for radio, that's for sure. Thanks, buddy. Hey, I do too. I, I used to I used to pretend to be a radio person in Arizona for a while. Yeah, but I didn't say it. Hmm? Whatever, man. Nah, it's all good. <laughs> I, no, you, uh, for for everybody that doesn't know, um, the reason Mr. Brown is back on so fast because I think his episode is like four to five hundred times more popular than the other ones I recorded. So, if this, this is the content people want, so you're getting it live and raw. Yeah, it was something like six hundred and like seven and twenty one. You got a lot of potential, man. I think we just proved it through the Pantheon. It, it, it kind of made me laugh because I've always wanted to do do a podcast thing, so I would I would love to be a, a freaking guest and talk about the random inane shit that apparently people want to listen to. I don't know if anybody wants to listen to, it, but it's not it's not a harmless way to spend your Saturday. Because I mean, we were gonna bullshit about this regardless. We really just put some some microphones and some marijuana in the mix. Maybe it's what, what just what we're talking about the critical role. Yeah, that's become very popular. So now that now that I brought you onto the concept of numerology, how are you going to work that into a campaign? How am I going to work with the campaign? Uh, well, I, I like the idea of the different pantheons, the gods. Uh, you have to. Um, you can sneak it in, like one of your upcoming ones. Ask him. Uh, find a way for like to ask him in the game when their character was born, and then tie that to their full name, and then just give it to me, and I'll run it through the chart. Okay, we will, we'll see what it was. Uh, well, you could make up, uh, depending on what you're doing, you could make up like your own gods too, just change the names or something. Yeah, uh, I could probably give you one uh, of, uh, of my friend. I, I know his information. Oh, uh, it doesn't have to be his. I meant for like the character. Oh, the character. Yeah. Oh, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, now you got it. See what they're character because uh, if they that's that's gonna be the crazy part because if they're playing that character a certain way, what if it correlates? Like that'd be fucking crazy. It, 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 hey, hey, let's let us let us do it. Uh, I, I think with the the Tapdori campaign setting, uh, it would work because the the year I believe the year is is. In uh, you know like 1184 or something for the second campaign if I'm not mistaken. Maybe we'll do something like that. Maybe um you can stop by and then we'll do like a little um like a little ten minute can- ten minute campaign and we'll sneak in, sneak it in each episode. Oh yeah yeah that'd be fun. Yeah you can probably we can probably get in like some good writing and stuff. Yeah yeah we could make uh go through making a character maybe. Yeah if that's something you guys are interested in just drop a little note in the comments. I definitely think um, we could use the uh, the Cosmere's inspiration too. I think that probably got okay. you a lot of hits as well. I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about having. Um, I've included some uh, some Cosmere references already. The uh, one of my characters has a, a spear, the fountain, which uh, 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 anyone who's read Mistborn knows what a what a, a spear is. That uh, what the spear means is kind of like. Uh, our Christ, uh, Christ's cru- crucifixion, yep. cross. Spear's powerful symbology, always has been. Oh yeah, definitely. Very but, phallic, though. <laughs> I want one. Uh, every time I go to the Renfro, though, they just sell you the fucking head of the spear. They don't, they don't know, they don't know shit that fucking Renfro too. Like, I know it's the second biggest one in the country, but when you ask somebody like why the spear doesn't have a shaft on, like, oh, we're well, just supposed to make one like the size of your body, like, no, dude, there's like six foot spears and eight foot spears. It's not just, it's not a fucking like, it's not a golf club. <laughs> 
there's a oh, I got to send you the link. There's a very good fucking video on YouTube of this guy showing you um how much fucking better a spear is than the sword. It kind of uh, it kind of goes sideways when you get to spear and shield and sword and shield. But if you have if someone has a sword and you have a spear, you can basically like fuck them in like so many different ways before they can even close to you. Yeah, it sounds sounds kind of familiar actually. Uh, it's something about a, a viper versus a mountain. I, I don't know. <laughs> Game of Thrones reference. That was reference. that was a bad aspect. Because, I mean, those wounds should have done that guy in. Those things are fucking nasty, dude. Oh, yeah, man. And, and he, he put poison on it, too. It, I mean, you know, if, if he just didn't get so close to him. Uh, but that's the way the cookie crumbles. <laughs> I've been... Uh, well, Game of Thrones has been one of my successful hipster projects. I've avoided it for like seven years now. The show's almost over too, so in about two or three years, I can finally start watching it when everyone doesn't care. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm doing the opposite now, though. Too many people are rewatching The Office. I'm staying away from that shit. Uh, I just, I, 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 I seen a few episodes of The Office, but there's just too many awkward humor moments and it just it's not me if you've worked in an office it gets kind of it's kind of weird because it's just too much like working in a real office that's that's true although uh i we don't see that many pranks in our office yeah well i guess we were kind of talking about this too everybody's really phoning it in it takes a little bit it takes a lot of effort and energy to prank somebody and then uh, the only one that's really fun to prank would also probably get really upset about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like unreasonably upset. I mean, honestly, that, the, yeah, someone messed with his name, name, name like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was not happy about that. Fabio threw the fucking nerf pull out his I can't blame him, though. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> I'd be a little upset too, but it's just a main point. Yeah, calm down, Cuck Norris. <laughs> Fucking, um, oh man. So, uh, I looked it up, and Rock 101 is still around, actually. Did you ever listen to him? Um, yeah, probably. Although now, usually, I, I listen to podcasts or audiobooks. They are. They're on the internet now. <laughs> They're not a real station. But uh, I was I was going to rip off the, the logo for a shirt. Um, apparently, fair use is not like a real thing. That's just a defense you can use in court, and it might work or might not. But, uh, yeah, there's still a thing. Uh, I actually looked them up. They have a Iron Maiden Power of Hour every Sunday at 3. So check out Rock 101 if you're still interested in that. <laughs> like, uh, what do you use to listen to it? Uh, it's a, just the website. If you Google Rock 101, it'll come up. Okay. It's, like, built into the site. I think you can probably break out the player, too. They don't play any of the old uh, Walton and Johnson stuff, though. They play a lot of their old shows, just nothing you want to hear. <clears throat> did you... Did, uh, I guess you didn't listen to them, right? No. And this was kind of isn't that twilight era between Bush and Obama when you could make like offensive jokes that were like a little too racy, and then like once they closed down Rock 101 and they moved to uh, um, AM, they just became like anti-Obama haters, and the jokes got way more racist. <laughs> That's that's too bad. Uh, I know, but I mean, uh, that's part of my childhood. I just listened to that stupid radio show on the way to middle school. It's so fucked up, dude. Um, so if you're, um, what's your take on Bigfoot? Bigfoot? Yeah. Um, well. What do you think he is? I believe it was probably just uh, a large ape-like species that that is maybe nearly extinct um, that we just 
haven't been able to find. Maybe they've all died out or they're really found in the Himalayas. I mean, what do you think of those like models they put in the museum? You think they really look like that? Um, I can't recall ever seeing one in the museum, honestly. I think there's like one or two in the Houston Museum. Have you been down there in the past five years? Uh, down at the Museum of Natural History or something? No, yeah. Yeah, uh, no, not, not in the past five years, I can say. Oh, dude, let's get him to do the offsite there. I don't even watch fucking no, food. I, I have. I have been down there um, when I was working at Host Gear. They redid, like, the dinosaur part, a lot of shit. Okay, yeah, 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 I'd love to go down there. Oh, it's a good and fucking day. Maybe do that as a work event. I fucking wish. <laughs> Instead of just going somewhere and eating steak. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. That was a weird offsite. I fucking I didn't go to that one. I'm done. <laughs> it was good food, but it was odd. Man, it's so uh, my beard's finally starting to come in. I, I made some oil from the detura seeds to roll on it. I wanna. It's good when you can go from looking like the uh, the child to the molester. That's just trying to get it to come in a little more. Uh, I'm kind of like waiting to see until someone complains about me like I have a hormone issue or something I'm like fucking um, I'm gonna tell them though like yeah, I mean I kind of feel like I'm at the point that I need a beard beards are just like makeup for ugly dudes it hides that really effeminate jawline that I have yeah yeah uh, are you trying to say that my beard is trying to cover up something buddy I'm just saying never shave it uh okay <laughs> thank you uh, no actually I, I, I really like it although I did get into wet shaving oh yeah for a while in the uh, early 2000s. How long is your beard now? Huh? How long is your beard now? Um, it feels about maybe an inch or so. Uh, I don't like it to get too long because then it get my sideburns get a little curly and it, it looks weird. I bet you look like crazy when your hair gets that long. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I've been letting my, my, act, my hair grow out for three years now. I'm thinking about doing it too. I'm just thinking about going Kerouac on everyone's ass. It's, uh... I have, uh, we kind of lost uh, track there for a minute. I brought up the Bigfoot thing because I kind of have a theory of my own. Okay. I, uh, oh, shit, I'm going to miss the, the song, but um, I think they, because you've heard of like the correlation between Bigfoot and aliens, right? Yeah. Like, you know, they always just like show up close by or whatever, especially in the Pacific Northwest. I've watched this one YouTube that was going into this theory saying that basically uh, Neanderthals and like the six other pre human ancestors are the modern like seven great apes or Sasquatches that we classify. Because there's like seven different ones and there were seven different like prehistoric humans. So his whole pitch is basically like those bones you see in the fucking museum. Like, they didn't look like that. They, they didn't have fucking bare skin. They're all covered in hair. But I mean, if you put that in the fucking museum, people will be like, wait a minute. It's like, I'm not fucking really related to that there's a there's like so many um native american legends about it too especially in the pacific northwest they always told their kids to like never leave the side of the fire at night and shit like that they were known as like the shadow people and whatnot um and then i think the reason that aliens monitor them so much is because they're the actual like they're like if humans had gone more towards um solitude and survival instead of like community and cultivation mm-hmm. and it's so fucking crazy too because i mean like a uh, sasquatch can exist in the he can live outdoors he can survive in that environment maybe he has to duck into a cave now and then but humanity cannot survive fucking outdoors like we were not made for this planet at all um, like, what would even happen if the power went out? Like, what would you do if the power went out for like a week? And you, or if you, if you knew the power wasn't coming back on, it's like some type of like big event. What happened? Uh, eventually, I'd probably head north. I mean, your training would kick in automatically, right? Get out of the city. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I, I got a uh, go bag ready to go. 
I've been thinking of investing in that too, just getting like $75 in like freak out food. Yeah, yeah, I, I do need to get some MREs to put in it, uh, but I, I got me some uh, walking boots, uh, got, got a, a nice backpack, um, and I got a little bit, bit of ammunition for my, my handgun. I should probably get some more. Uh, and just, just, just as a bug out bag in case something goes wrong like that. Yeah. But yeah, if, if it wasn't ever coming back, uh, eventually, uh, yeah, get out of the city, uh, probably, probably try to stay away from Huntsville. Uh, oh yeah. But eventually I'd probably head much, much more north, at least during the summer, at least. Oh, you know what would be a good idea? What? Get the boat, or get a boat and go up to Trinity. Well, yeah. That might be good too. That's gonna be my plan. Don't steal it. Well, maybe we could just work together. Uh, no, I'm I'm concerned. Like, uh, I don't I don't want to see anybody from the office or anybody I know when the world ends because I'm gonna have that fallout strategy where you just shoot everybody as soon as you see them. Ah, you're one of those. Okay. No, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> His life has been pretty rough to me. I don't want to be put in that situation. I don't want I don't want to make that call, Jonathan. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I, I understand the sentiment. Well, I mean, like, this house is really, you know, close to urban environments, too. I just want to fade into the woods. Yeah, uh, I got some woods near me that I could probably hide out in. Uh, uh, but yeah, I, you know, every post-apocalyptic uh, scenario that I, I, I've read, you know, there's always those who are gonna... Which one do you think is the most realistic at the moment? Um... Honestly, uh, some sort of nuclear winter. Oh, yeah. Uh, they, I was reading something today. Um, you've heard about, like, the Syrian desert glass, right? No. Syrian desert glass is um, this glass from, like, millions of years that shouldn't exist because the only type of reaction that can create uh, temperature hot enough to melt glass like that is, like, a nuclear one. So they think, like, some kind of nuclear bomb went off in the Sahara. But there's, like, a bunch of, like, um, Sumerian tablets that talk about that saying there was, like, a great war and that half of humanity died. And, like, some of them went underground, which we found evidence of in, like, Turkey and other places with these huge underground complexes. And, you know, some people, you know, survived it out on the surface, apparently. That could have been the split. Maybe that was how the, Sasqu- the Sasquatches were made. Maybe. Uh, Sasquatch is a killer fucking music festival. I went to it a couple times up in Washington. It's in their version of the Grand Canyon called the Gorge. Uh, I was going to say it could have been, it sounds kind of like the, uh, the, the Tower of Babel in the Bible, the Old Testament. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, that, could be, that could be a connection there, man. What a, what a cheery note to, to go out on. But um, that's a solid 58 minutes. I think we're good to uh, to wrap it up this one. All right. But uh, it's a pleasure to have you by, as always. Hopefully you get some good hits on this one. Thanks for having me. No problem. I think you'll be back in here relatively soon. But we'll um, we'll take this one out, how we started, with a little bit more electric attitude. See you around, gang. Bye.